This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I'm Cheney Crab. I am your captain, Devin Copperwise. If you would like to buy, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if you would like to buy Copper Crab merch, hit up coppercrab.bigcartel.com. Grab one of these awesome new glass uh, mugs that we have. We have coffee mugs. We have T-shirts. These glasses are almost sold out, so grab one while you can. Um, they're beer mugs. They're they're beer mugs. I don't want to call them that. They're not you really know, yeah. specifically. You could put your juice in them. Beverage containers. Beverage containers. If you would like to grab Entheos merch uh, that I send out, then go to entheosofficial.bigcartel.com. If you want to, and all of our like limited edition merch items are available in that store. If you want to grab something that is not from that store, but is still Entheos merch, go to nightshift.com slash collections slash Entheos. If you would like to... Uh, like send in a message, a question for the podcast, or call into the podcast and leave a voicemail. You can do so on our Discord. Uh, I don't know how do you search for a Discord. Uh, it'll just be you have to find the link. Yeah. Okay. Go on, you have go to on have the link. Search for the link somewhere. No, the link's in description. The link's in the description. Um. So yeah, you can call in, leave a question there. So we have a couple of upcoming events. This weekend, actually, uh, October 23rd, 2022, in case you're listening to this in the future. This weekend, Naveen and I are speaking at an event called Beatdown Brunch in Knoxville, Tennessee, at the Concourse. Um, It's at 11.30 in the morning. It's free. It's hosted by Beatdown King and Lizzie Livingston. There's a Bloody Mary bar, a food truck, and we're going to be talking about, you know, playing metal, what we do, essentially, and how to kind of work as a DIY band. We've got a few things that we've been talking about that we'll bring up there, and it'll be fun. Some of our classic tips, our down-to-earth tips yeah, to help you our, guys uh, live your dreams. We call them our D-T-E-T, yeah. down-to-earth tips. There we go, D-T-E-T. <laughs> D-T-E-T. Uh, we're also playing, our band, Entheos, is playing Whitechapel's Christmas show benefit show with Whitechapel Orthodox, the Guild in Knoxville, Tennessee, on December 22nd. That is a Thursday at the Mill and Mine. Yep. And you should definitely grab your tickets to that because word on the street is that it usually sells out and you don't want to be crying outside of the venue wishing that you would have bought a ticket. Putting your ear up to like the door. Like a loser. Putting your ear up to the door trying to hear what's going on in there. <laughs> like a total loser. I can't do it. Which was the funny one of the funniest <laughs> podcasts of ours of all time. That was a really good podcast if I had really to funny. make a, a top ten list. I know. Well, speaking of which, uh, we've been doing the po- – we well, in true coffer crab fashion is how uh, Harrison <laughs> described it. Last <laughs> week was almost to the day our three-year anniversary since starting the podcast. Yeah. And, of course, we didn't know that. And we didn't <laughs> say anything I about it. I think I actually – did know that and found out about <clears> it, <throat> but then forgot about it almost immediately and forgot to bring it up. It was because uh, Harrison, s- that's your job. That's your Damn, job. I'm calling him out. You better write it down for next year, so you know, four year anniversary. Fuck, <laughs> that seems like a long time. I'm like, we should probably be better at this. 
I know. <laughs> we should probably have like figured it out. But we went back, honestly, and watched a few yeah, minutes yeah. of the first episode today. And I was like, I cannot watch this shit. Yeah, I know. It's well, time to turn it off. That was the joke. The reality is that we are really good. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that was the plot twist. But I... Uh, Wow. <coughs> we started the podcast in your mom's barn. Your mom is actually here at our house right now. She's asleep. asleep. She's a she's asleep. an early early sleeper, early riser. Yeah, we lived in a barn behind my mom's house. Yes. <coughs> not exactly. We did. Totally not an exaggeration. And we started a podcast. We bought this table, remember? We were it like, was We're one. gonna be official. We're gonna buy a table, a podcast table from IKEA. Yep. That's and what we did. Literally. Honestly, the production of it, not so bad. That was actually one of your prerequisites to having a podcast. You're like, because I begged Naveen to start a podcast with us or with me for months, right? And yeah. one of your prerequisites was that we had a nice table. Because you're like, way every podcast has a nice table. A nice table. It is it's better because awesome. of this table. I mean, it's a good table. It's we're We're far apart from each other. Which is good. Yeah. Um, we're far apart from the guest, which is good in case we don't know them or in case they w- or like have, have six feet COVID away, or something. Right? Yeah, I mean. Social distancing. Yeah. So we've been able to social distance <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> we're hardcore. We're, we're really waiting to see this thing through. So we're keeping it really distant. Then we can go back to a shorter yeah. table. Yeah. <laughs> but only then. But yeah, we were mildly embarrassing uh, about talking. I believe I totally contradicted myself a bunch of times, <laughs> and you called me out for it. Well, also, I feel like I was a little like more shy for some reason because yeah. I'm not. I've never been a shy person. I'm not shy, yeah. but I was like acting. I think I was just like n- unsure of what we were doing. You know, like what it was uncharted territory. Right. Right. So anyway, we uh, it was on try to try, sorry, Jenny. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, totally. Typical. So, so that was there. Fashion, we go. That's right? that's a great <laughs> podcast move for all you guys wanting to start a podcast. If some someone says something and you don't really have anything to say, just breeze over boom. it. Boom. Change the topic. <laughs> yeah, into something you want to <laughs> talk about now. <laughs> Joe Rogan does that all the time. Yeah. Totally. It's like, but, uh, anyway, back to BJJ. So, yeah. so CTE, or I don't know what he talks about now. I haven't listened to Joe Rogan in a while, but I, I stop. I don't really listen to Joe Rogan unless I like the guest. Yeah. I same. go on there when I'm like, okay, that, you know, so-and-so's on there. I want to hear that. He has Rick Rubin on. He had Rick Rubin on last week, so I wouldn't get was listening to, to some of it today. Wouldn't really Actually, pretty it. fascinating because you're hearing about, like, the – essentially the creation of modern rap yeah but I, i'm sure that's fascinating it's super fascinating are you being sarcastic right now <laughs> no, captain i'm i'm not captain i'm just i'm sure it's fascinating but i don't think i'd last i think i'd just be like all right i gotta oh, get yeah. out of here mm-hmm. although i do listen to stuff that people would find to be boring a lot quite a bit actually yeah totally yeah. you do i do 100 percent yeah, I know, because I find it to be boring. And then you'll be listening to it on a car ride, and I'll fall asleep immediately. Yeah, I know. What were we saying? Would, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes talking just really puts you to sleep. Like when, when Evan used to listen to... Oh, I was just going to bring that yeah, up. when we were on tour, Evan used to play, like, Game of Thrones. Every night. At night, he would play Game of Thrones after It doesn't matter show. what time of day it was. I remember that like, shit in the daytime. Game of Thrones just, to me to sleep. I was, 
know. Because the narrator would be like, and, and he put forth <laughs> a weeping willow. And I'd be like. It's just like, I just fell into a <laughs> yeah. deep, deep coma. Yeah. Off it of was the books. best. Like when he drove and threw on the Game of Thrones, <laughs> like audiobook. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be fucking awesome. I know. Man. I'm about to get some great sleep. I know. You know what? Sometimes that reminds me. Sometimes on tour, you get these amazing sleeps. True. And I actually can recall one. I think about it to this day. It was just like the best nap ever. And it was laying on the floor backstage. I don't know exactly where we were, but there was a ton of people backstage. And I pushed my earplugs in as far as they could go. (laughs) I was really tired, and I like pushed them in really far. So all you can kind of hear is like... Yeah. You know, and like when you can't when you hear talking but you can't hear what they're actually saying yeah i i don't know what it is but i don't know if it's a human thing or if it's just a me thing it just put knocks me out yeah it's similar so to i'm the just la- and i was like it was probably i don't know four or five you know we'd loaded in and i'm laying on the concrete and I'm, i was like oh, i'm getting kind of comfy and then like everyone's just like, and then just that's it done out it was the best nap ever. I can recall the worst naps I've ever had on tour. Do you yeah. want to hear about them? Let's hear about it. Okay, oh, I, so, know, I know what you're going to say already. Well, two of them were on the last tour that we did. Oh, really? One. What did, <clears throat> what, what did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say in, uh, I think it was Philadelphia where the person came backstage and was like, hey, you can't sleep back here. Oh, yeah. I wasn't asleep. You and Evan were. Oh, I thought it was you and Evan. No, it's you and Evan. Wow, I'm getting myself asleep. confused yeah, you for were, you. You and Evan even took a picture of yourselves, and you're like, no naps allowed. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Jesus wow. Christ, dude. I'm I've been, fucking I've been losing telling it, everyone that Naveen is getting, it's I think bad. he's. I think his mind's going. I know. Hey, I've been thinking <laughs> about that, too, and I've been thinking, I wrote a note today. I told his today. mom. I, re- I made a little list of stuff that I'm allowed to pay attention to. And obviously, I gotta me- cut the memor- rest out. memories are not one. I got to cut the rest out so I don't take up unnecessary <laughs> memories space. Memories of tour. Well, I want to talk about my yeah, worst sleeping now. experiences. Sorry. So the first one was when we were stuck in the blizzard in Wyoming on the way out to this tour. Was it Wyoming? We were either in, we were in like northern Wyoming or can you help me out? Is that where we were? Yeah, that's where we were. Oh, okay. I we didn't know in, you were asking me, sorry. Uh, what? I was looking directly at you and saying, is that where we were? <laughs> no, I knew at that point. Serious? I didn't know beforehand. Okay. Dude, you're not really leading the ship There's another being a captain. There's another factor going on here wrong with me, <laughs> which we can get into in a Before little Before I can tell my story. Okay. Um, anyways, so... We were in northern Wyoming, and you were driving, and I had just kind of fallen into sleep. And then I, like, you were kind of like, I could tell you were driving all weird. And I woke up, and I was like, there is a fucking whiteout blizzard going on right now, and we're about, we're, like, sailing down a mountain. That was bad. And I was, like, scream. I was, like, yelling from the back of the van, Naveen, please stop. Pull over on the side of the road. Do not drive in this. Uh -uh. And you did. No, the captain did not pull over. Well, you didn't at first, but then you did. <laughs> then you captained on over to the side no, like it was the I Titanic was, dude, trying to no, get out of the way of the iceberg. It was complete whiteout. Yeah. And I'm like, this is only going to get worse if we pull over. What? What? We're just going to be stuck out here? Right. 
Donner party. But then no, you thanks. did end up doing that because it got so dangerous that there was no way we could continue. So no, I continued. I continued to the exit. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, to I the exit. I didn't want to be on the side of the road. Oh, right, just right. Fucking off, eating each other. So and stuff. we pulled off to an exit, and <laughs> <laughs> we. <laughs> yeah, because we were so hungry after. <laughs> We left, we're five miles away from the gas station snacks. Could be, dude. I saw this movie when I was a kid. <laughs> I think it's called Life. And it's like about these people that get in a plane wreck in the snow. <laughs> and they have to eat each other. It's fucking... Oh, my God. It fucked me up, man. Dude. It was fucked up. Oh, my God. But <laughs> so we had to pull off the exit onto the exit. And we slept there. And I had this horrific dream that someone, like a ghost, <clears throat> was laying on top of me in the van. Like, haunt, I don't know, it was just terrifying. Night terror. It was a night terror. And then the other worst sleep that I've ever had on tour was when we were driving that mountain pass into Vancouver on Archspire. Marshall, our sound guy, was driving, and we were on a two-lane highway in the middle of the mountains in Vancouver. And it's a notorious tour thing that on this pass is where moose will come out in the middle of the night. And, like, you really have to beware of moose. And it was a two-lane highway, and and Marshall was, you know, doing the speed limit, but it feels like you're soaring through the fucking mountains at 55 miles an hour. And semis were passing us all night, and they were, like, within two feet of us. But it was such a long drive that we couldn't stop in the middle of the night. And it just, like, it was awful. I was, like, a semi is... If, if a semi makes... Any wrong move, we're... I know. So the that was pretty scary. The whole touring the winter thing. Well, it wasn't even the winter, but... That wasn't the winter. Like that was just April. a mountain over... Yeah. That was just through the mountains, which... In the middle of the night, the mountains, like... It's only you and semis, really. Driving in the middle of the night. So it can be a, a, a sketchy experience, but... Marshall's a good driver. Yeah. We made it. And then we played, like, the sickest fucking Vancouver show ever. So, yep. it was all worth it. It was all worth it for that you know, one Vancouver show. But, um, <clears throat> so we're keeping it real still, sober October. Yeah, we are. We're having some IPAs that are not IPAs. They're well alcoholic well being. I will say, after a couple sips, I feel like I'm drinking a beer. I actually was am kind of feeling drunk. I know. Because I, I like know it. that these don't have zero alcohol in them. I think they have like 0.1% of alcohol. It's like less than a half. I mean, it's it's like as much as a kombucha. Less than 0.5. I mean, it's, it's not. It's none. It's basically Delta 8, if you guys are familiar. I dropping don't think a it is, though. Middle of the country. I don't think it's even Delta 8 status. Really? It's, like, it's nothing. Yeah, because alcoholics can drink non I was wondering that. Can alcoholics do that or would it like trigger them? And they'd be like, ah, oh, I gotta have a beer now. Seems a little triggering to me. I think so, too. Tastes I think exactly like... It tastes I feel like if you were having a serious alcohol problem, you shouldn't drink that. You know what's, what's interesting, though? I think beer, this non-alcoholic beer, tastes how you want beer to taste. It's better than beer. I don't know if I agree with that. It's so good. It's I, pretty really? good, though. You don't agree with that? It's honestly pretty freaking good. I would easily substitute this with beer. Or I could beer. imagine myself getting this. As a beer and being like, hmm, okay, so okay, me too. Right, beer. And then you just stay s- sober all night. You're like secret. Sober. I watch that's what my, okay. So Undercover my mom has sober. been in town. I know it's probably dorky to be like my mom and I were talking about, but my mom's in town, so we were talking 
I was telling her about the Sober October thing and whatever, and that we have non-alcoholic beers. And she was like, yeah, you could just, like, go to a bar and just drink one of those and then just start acting all weird, goofy, (laughs) and no one would care. No one would care. You'd be forgiven. And I was like, dang. And then after the, when the night's over, you just take your keys out and drive home. Isn't that fascinating? But if you went there and you just drank water all night and started acting weird, everyone would think you're on crack. True. What's up with that? Uh, it's really deep stuff, man. It's deep rooted. It's pretty good. I'm but yeah, down. I've been enjoying it. And this, so this I thought one I, is better than the Bud Light one. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like this tastes like a craft beer in the IPA. I mean, the Bud Zero tastes like a Bud Light. Well, we went to the super bougie uh, grocery store in East Nashville. Um, and if y'all know East Nashville, you know, that's like the hipster part of Nashville. So we went to a grocery store there and found, they have like a shitload of IPAs that are non-alcoholic. They had an, a non-alcoholic little section. Yeah. <clears throat> we was like, what, what one should we get? And we want to try one every week. Yeah. During this month. And for however long, I don't know how long <clears throat> I'm going to stay sober. Know, I'm honestly it liking like it. it. Yeah. I like feeling not like shit. It's Me too. Cool. It's kind of my new <laughs> thing. But I also want to find a balance in like being down to go out. And because honestly, staying sober all the time makes me want to stay home and work on stuff yeah. more. Because like, that's just time. who I am naturally. I like time. I just like staying at home and making art and working on stuff. So I need to find a nice balance between the two, I think. Yeah. Does it exist? We Find don't know. some more adult uh, things to go and do. <clears throat> but then I was kind of like, over the last couple of days, I was like, all right, let's take it one step further, man. I won't drink coffee either. Mm. And that's been problematic. It's a terrible choice. Yeah, it's been freaking weird. So I feel bizarre. I shan't be doing that. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it either. But Well, you did. I know. I don't think I'm going to keep that going. I have to be honest, though. Um, Anytime I've known anyone to give up coffee, I'm like, it's Dude. just the pros outweigh the cons you've on given, every level. You've given up coffee a few times throughout our relationship, and you're always like, you go to bed at like five. I feel like I could go to sleep at almost any time. Yeah, you've been going to bed really early. I'm like a cat. Yeah. I just want to take a little nap. Like, our cat likes to sleep under our covers. Uh, but you know what's weird about it is I, I don't feel like I don't have any energy, you know? Like, I feel like I could get up and do something yeah. whenever. But I also feel more likely to that I could lay down and take a nap. It's yeah. not really. I don't feel like groggy or or lethargic. It's hard, kind of hard to explain. I just feel sort of tired. Yeah, you know the one of the bad things about my coffee addiction or is relaxed, that before I, I drink coffee in the morning, <laughs> I have like a shorter temper. That's the same with me. Mm-hmm. I have a really bad temper when I'm. I think it's the same with me. I need to drink like a very small amount. Yeah. I've been drinking like some chai that has a little bit of caffeine oh, in it. Everyone goes to chai, of but course. it doesn't really. It's like I think I feel like there's something else in coffee that really just sets it off for me. Yeah, I wonder if there's something that like um, stimulates the caffeine. Something because I believe caffeine comes from coffee, right? I mean, yeah, that, it comes from yeah. cocoa beans, right? It's like naturally occurring. Cacao. It's naturally occurring in different plants, mm-hmm. but I feel like. With the coffee, it's really naturally occurring in there. This is coming from two coffee experts. P- yeah, total bullshitters. Coffee expertise. We're going to be drinking decaf on the podcast tomorrow. I'm nev- I'm not <laughs> doing that. Leave me my fucking coffee. Yeah, I know. Coffee, 
What's it going to do? Well, Give me a panic attack? Okay, I'll take it. I know. For the energy. <laughs> I will say it feels better at night when I am trying to relax. I feel real relaxed. Yeah, but you feel relaxed all day long, too. That's <laughs> yeah. the problem. <laughs> I know. Here I am, like, trying to talk someone into doing something yeah. that's not even I know. Today I was, I was like, can I make riffs anymore? Probably not. And then I actually took my computer out just to see, mm-hmm. and I made a really sick riff. That's cool. And I wasn't on coffee. Have you been so. listening to any sick riffs lately? Not really. I honestly haven't really been listening to anything. I haven't I listened either. to, I'm even out on like podcasts. I'm just kind of like, like I went to the, <laughs> when we went to the gym last night, I put my headphones on and like turned them on. They're like the noise canceling ones. And then just had my phone in my pocket and was just working out for like 10 minutes. And I was like, nothing's on in my headphones. Oh. This is weird. Wow. Yeah, that <clears> is weird. <throat> so I just turned on some album that I know I like. I've been listening to a couple of podcasts, but. I feel like we haven't listened to a ton of stuff since your mom's been here. Yeah, I think that's probably... It's a little... We're a little quieter, I think. We're kind of taking on my mom's persona. Yeah. Just going to bed really early. Mm -hmm. Not going out at night. Waking up early. Eating veggies, pretty much. Yeah. That's it. Yes. And fruits. And fruits. And rice (laughs) cakes. Um, It's been really fun. It's been really fun. It's been a great time hanging uh, out with your mom. We went to... She's asleep, otherwise we'd have her on the podcast because like we said, she we're staying up late. Right she now, does obviously. go to yeah. <laughs> she does go to bed early and that's not a joke. She's asleep. No, like she went to bed at seven. I did, I did have to creep into our room. She's staying in the studio. I had to creep in there to grab the adapter for the Ethernet. And I was afraid I was gonna get yelled at. Like I was a little kid. I know, isn't that funny? It's like every time I'm around my parents, <clears> I kind of in a way, you sort of revert to being a younger person. Like, I can't, I gotta be quiet. I can't wake yeah. up. Like, tiptoe. That's gotta be some like, sort of house. like psychological phenomenon. <laughs> you know? This is my house. My mom had nothing to do with it. So like, I gotta, gotta come in here. Yeah, I know. That's it's just my how it is. fucking though. house. It's probably wake a good up. thing. Wake yeah. up, mom. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good thing, though, to have a little bit of reverence for your parents, I guess. Absolutely. I think it's a thing. But we went today to the oldest house in Middle Tennessee. Yeah, we did. We discovered. It's pretty close to us. Yeah, it's really rad. And it, as it turns out, it's a wedding venue. <laughs> so, wait, now we're giving it away? Well, what? we don't know if we're going to get married there or not. <laughs> but you it just would gave be it a good, away. It would be a anything. pretty cool wedding yeah. venue. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything you said. <laughs> it has a good view. That's all I'm saying. It's got a good view. Um, we also... so. Do you want to talk about what we did on Saturday? Oh, yeah. So um, my parents, we've vaguely mentioned, I think we've briefly mentioned it. They were part of the Hare Krishna movement in the 70s and 80s. For 10 years. For 10 years. Meaning they dedicated their lives to that. They lived in the temple. And that's, uh, <clears throat> if you don't know what that is, that's like a, a form, a Hindu form, kind of offshoot religion. That started in India, came here, became pretty popular around that time. That's why I have the name Naveen. Mm-hmm. It's like a Hindu name. And uh, anyway, there's a farm in like two hours away, which was built in the 70s. And it's still there. What's the name of it? Uh, Morari Seva. And so they have like a temple there. And my mom actually stayed there for a couple weeks when she was, like, younger. 
Because they, they did this when they were like 18 to 28. Your parents. Yeah, they yeah. met in the movement. They didn't know each other before that. But, uh, so I thought it'd be fun. I was like, let's let's go down and check it out. Well, it, it turns out that like, there's only a few people still there. Um, and it's a lady and her... Yeah, it's a lady and her daughters. And her three daughters. And there's a few other people who are into it who go on Saturday. <clears throat> but they cook a bunch of food for everybody. And they sing and play this. You should Indian say what it's called. Drum. Say what all this stuff. The is food. Called. Yeah, say. It. The food is called prasadam, and so. But it's that well. Every so every day when they eat every meal is prasadam. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. it called? Is it called something special on the feast days, or it's just called? Um, there might be. I think they kind of did the Sunday feast. Mm-hmm. They started that in like the early days to like get people to come to the temple. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. They kind of made that up for the Americans. Like, hey, Sunday feast. Let's you know, right. do that. Let's all get together and have a big thing. But yeah. So, uh, yeah, they ba- they make food and they offer it to Krishna, to God. And then after that, like they make a plate of it and they kind of, s- they put it in front of these, they're called deities, deities. but they're like, uh, I guess you'd call them statues of, of, uh, forms different forms oh speaking of statues so <clears throat> i guess i should explain first that the guru who your parents were initiated under and the guru that they followed was probably yeah, he brought it here from india <clears throat> was Prabhupada. yeah and they had like a statue a plastic statue of him because it's he stone oh it's stone yeah they have a stone statue of him. And I, that's what I was going to ask. Is there a stone statue of Prabhupada in every temple? I think in every Iskon temple. That's the okay. his um, society that he formed. Did that just happen after he left this planet? Yeah. Or yeah. So before there was no... No. Okay. Gotcha. No. He's not like the god. You know? No, no. He's the, yeah. he's the guru. Yeah, yeah. But... I just didn't know if because they, because I I didn't know if like a guru, if that was a thing, because he obviously couldn't be everywhere at once. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. They, uh, that came after later. Gotcha. For sure. Yeah. So, uh, it was pretty fun. It was a good time. I mean, so essentially it's a house, right? (laughs) It's a, it's a farm. There's a house on the farm. The farm had kind of been overgrown from what I understand. And the woman who lives there now with her three daughters is from the Atlanta temple, but came and took over this property and is trying to get it back yep. in good shape. So she has a bunch of goats and three amazing dogs and cats running around the property. Yep. And so you walk in, there's, there's a main house and that's the temple. Yeah, basically. And there's so the, the property had, so there used to be a lot of people who lived there in the 70s and 80s it was like a commune basically but they had tons of these all over the country like the Hare Krishna movement was huge here and they had <coughs> like my parents have told me that in George Harrison was a yeah was George a Hare Harrison w- made it really big um I believe the reason one of the reasons why it was so popular was because of George Harrison definitely I mean he put it in his own songs yeah he put it and like he was way into the philosophy he's like vegetarian and stuff mm. And, uh, but yeah, they used to have like apartment buildings in New York, like where the whole block was like both sides of the street, everybody. They still do in Chicago, apparently. 
Yeah. So and it's still really big in other parts of the world. Like in Russia, it's getting really, really big. It's fascinating. But, uh, I mean, you know, they're vegetarian. They believe in reincarnation, karma, these sorts of things. Yeah, it's it's Eastern philosophy. Yeah. Think think of the things that you may there there may be some stereotypes of Eastern philosophy, and it's a lot of you know, it's got things in common with Buddhism. To an extent. To a, but they to a very uh, small extent, believe in God. to a very small yeah. extent, but from someone who may not understand any Eastern philosophy at all, I think that you can at least. I think my mom did say that at first. She was like, "I thought I was going to a Buddhist temple," and yeah. then wound up and. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the philosophy is 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 really cool. I love it. I've, over the last three uh, since the pandemic started, even even though I was raised around it, I just I didn't really know that much about it, and. Uh, I started reading like the Bhagavad Gita is like their main book, but a lot of Hindu religions read that book, but people interpret it in different ways. And so I've been reading that a lot, like since the pandemic and different spiritual books and stuff. So it was actually really cool for me to go back to a temple and kind of get the whole experience. Yeah. But it was, um, yeah. So they sing songs uh, we did a little bit of studying of the Bhagavad Gita, which was really cool. We read, you read, it's in like verse format. So we read some of the verses in Sanskrit and Cheney did it too, which I was amazed by. Well, for the record, we just went <laughs> thinking that we were going for the Sunday feast, but it was on Saturday Yeah, and we ended up like actually being a part of the class and there were only like 10 people there. So what yeah. they do at this particular temple is include everyone in the reading like you go around the room and everyone reads a bit of the text and you have to sing in yeah. sanskrit everyone everyone has to <clears throat> sing a solo in sanskrit like, around oh, the room man, i can't believe that cheney's gonna do this but cheney man you stepped up and nailed it, it was i thought it was awesome you did a really good job too. i also got complimented on my pronunciation <laughs> of all of the sanskrit words but what they didn't know is that i I like know some stuff about it just from being around. Yeah, your hearing us talk about it. Plus, I've kind of like <clears throat> I like to ask a lot of questions when I'm getting to know someone, and I've asked your parents. Well, just out of curiosity, and because I think it's so fascinating, I've asked both of your parents a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think honestly, it's really cool. And there's that documentary I would recommend people watch. Oh yeah, about that, the whole thing really that cool. came out. I think in 2020. What was it called? It's called uh, Hari Krishna, the mo- the mantra, the movement, something like that. Yeah, I see. I I'll think, put a link to it in the description. I think that the Hari Krishna movement is incredibly uh, misunderstood because yeah, it, yeah. it appeared in the seventies when a lot of cults also were happening. Like kids were running out, and there were yeah. there were actually people in the seventies. I don't know if you are you okay with me saying that your grandparents like had that guy. No, it's fine. It's okay, so yeah, so yeah. in the seventies, there were it actually people that parents would hire to go and try to get their kids out of cults. <laughs> and Naveen's grandparents hired someone to do that for Mark, his dad. Yeah. It was like a serious thing. They didn't they go thought, through with it, though. Oh, they didn't go through yeah. with it. Well, your dad would have outsmarted him. Any like you well, know, my dad was like way into it. So he was like, sh- I, I, he was like, I wanted to that to happen. Yeah, because I would have just been like, bring it on. Yeah, he would have loved to prove him wrong. Yeah, and you can actually look up uh, their interviews on YouTube of Hari Krishna's 
getting in like they debate the guy they debate the guy who is out trying to you know get these brainwashed people back but so being Hare Krishna I think got a super bad rap because it came about in the 70s when all of these like druggy cults were a thing and no one who was in the Hare Krishna movement did any drugs that was actually like 100% what they were against yeah you're not allowed to do any like that you have to completely just you're you're praying dedicated. all day yeah, yeah you have to be completely dedicated, dedicated. Yeah. you have no you give up all material possessions yeah. so it, it gets a bad rap but it's actually a super fascinating yep. thing to learn about i think i think it is probably one of the most amazing things yeah and it was me. it was just really cool to go and experience it for a day and you know especially your mom kind of your mom has mentioned this, just like Southern Hare Krishnas because know, it's, it's like funny. doubly kind. I know. <laughs> I know. They're really kind. And then they're talking about like using all these like Sanskrit and Indian terms in a Southern accent. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's kind of like, it's, it's odd, <laughs> totally. you know? Yeah. And it's really cool. So we like did Kirtan or Kirtan. That's what kirtan. it's called. Kirtan. So yeah. that's when they play like a like Radanga. I put a exactly sample of it. what it is. Yeah. And they, you like dance around. <laughs> yeah, but it's like really structured and uh, like they got it super down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their program. Yeah. So that was really fun. It was a two hour drive, but honestly, I think we're, we're going to go back. Yeah, we'll probably go back. go back. It was well it was worth it. Yeah. yeah. And the food is amazing, by the way. It's the best food. I mean, it's Indian food. It's so good. Come on. Yeah. And then there was some nanner pudding. There was some nanner pudding. Nanner pudding. Too, it was so it. good. But yeah, it was fun and it was cool to experience that. I know. I was thinking, man, what is, I, you know, <laughs> I'm like used to it, but it is, if you're not used to it, it's, it's odd. It's not something that you see all the time. Yeah. And, but I, and I didn't really like prepare Chaney for it. I was just kind of like, okay, when everybody like bow, you have to like get on the ground and like bow down. Like, I just fucking follow. I was like, I was right. like I'm doing uh, The only thing I told her was like, you got to bow doing. when everybody else bows. But yeah, like, I, did it. I didn't realize that. It's like, not quite bowing. It's like getting on the ground. Yeah, it's getting on the ground. But see, I, <laughs> if you've gone to church, you've experienced yeah. like extreme That's people true. who are extremely religious before. So it's no different. It's just another. And also I'm, you know, I really am into philosophy. So I like learning about yeah. all philosophies. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And, of fun. you know, the people are nice and the farm animals awesome were the best animals. part. The yeah, dogs. Really cool. The yeah, goats. loved that. They had huge dogs. They did. To protect the goats. Yeah, from the coyotes because it was it's on like a 300-acre farm. Yeah. But also, I would encourage if anyone just wants to check it out, it's a super peaceful place. Yeah. Go and check it out just to see the land, the property. It's pretty uh, cool. Agreed. Agreed. They're, yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's for everybody to check out. So that was rad, and we've been doing a lot of stuff with your mom, going to tourist attractions and going to a lot of antique stores my mom loves her some antiques she does man. she loves tell antiques. What. On, i'll tell you what some of these antique stores are more like museums because there's no way you're ever going to be able to afford Expensive anything yeah, in yeah. them yeah. See, well she doesn't she goes for the ultra deals she's yeah. not going to these she's trying to deal the antiques deal the stuff yeah. but she did find out about some outlet bargain Goodwill outlet here. Well, she goes to the Goodwill bins. Yeah, the bins. Which is which is like the cool place to go if you're trying to get, you know, a lot of people who get vintage shirts because those are all in vintage band shirts. They'll go to the Goodwill bins. and So she, she got a bunch of that, shit though. there. She doesn't get shirts. No. 
Not her thing. So she got a bunch of stuff there, and yeah, it's been a good time. But uh, all right, let's get into some questions. I think that's enough mm. about our week. Yeah. So another thing, <laughs> we could answer somehow on the first episode. There was like highlights. I I didn't do it. Who did it? How did that happen? Oh, you know? uh, like on YouTube, if you yeah. like scroll through, uh, it's just when people start watching the videos, it'll like automatically figure out what parts people Dude, are watching the most. It was bizarre because it the highlights said like the questions. Oh. I know it was crazy. Wow. It was like video or key highlights, and then it had like the question. It was really That's bizarre. I don't, I don't know if like somebody, maybe a golden lobster did it. Can you do that or? Uh, I would need to look into it. I it's really know. weird. I, don't know. I was like, how do they know this? Well, we so we answered a couple of questions on the first podcast that we're we're gonna go back and answer. We're thinking maybe we could answer. Let's do those. it in between the yeah. other people's questions. So do we have any questions? Uh, we have a bunch of questions. Okay. Oh God. Nice. Do the questions usually they usually come in like while the podcast is happening? Uh, so they. Stack up a little bit before, and okay. then a bunch of people ask in Twitch, and then also people ask in the Discord. Oh, yeah, because I don't Got even it. think I mentioned on this episode, we go live on Twitch every Tuesday at 8.30 Central Standard, and subscribe. we are putting out a new song next week. That's on, right, you heard On right. Wednesday, heard Entheos right. is putting out a new song. We have a music video coming out next Wednesday. If you watch us on Twitch, and also if you hear this, I'm just giving it away to you guys. We're putting out a limited edition merch drop with the single, but we're putting it out while we're on Twitch. So that's 8.30 next week. We'll give you the link on Twitch. That's how you'll get it. And you will have first access to all of the limited edition merch. And that's that. Also, just listen to our freaking song. Please watch the music video. It would mean the world to us. Hit like. Hit like. Subscribe. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's get into some questions. All right. Uh, first one for today comes from Rob McCambridge. Uh, question for the pod. What is your spirit animal and why? Spirit animal. Okay. Lately, I've been really into the wild boar. Really? Yeah, that thing is just really badass, man. Huh. It's got these tusks. It's like super hairy. It and does have tusks. I mean, I don't know. It seems, I don't know if are those things predators? Are they? I don't know anything about them, but no, I think, I've been uh, thinking about. I think about they might be because they get shot. I think it's because they just like Texans get up in helicopters and yeah, go after them. Well, I've been like trying to get Mid Journey to make like a super badass boar. It's been really not working at all, but hmm. I've been into the boar lately, so I'm gonna go with boar, wild boar. I'd say mine is a jungle cat of any kind. Any kind That's of jungle true. cat, um, a tiger, a cougar, a mountain lion. Um, I don't think those are in the jungle. Uh, black panther, uh, just a regular panther. House cat. Uh, <laughs> house cat. House cat. Pappy. Pappy is definitely. Pappy sleeps under blankets now, which is weird, and that is very me. I like to sleep under blankets. Is he still outside? Any kind he? of cat of any kind, a jungle cat. That's my, that's my spirit animal. She likes cats. I don't know. Since we live with cats, I feel like I already know what's up with like being a cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got. I kind of got it. I feel like I could do it. I get it. I could be a cat. Doesn't seem that cool. I'd be the best cat, obviously, <laughs> if I was a cat. If I were a cat, okay. that's like Beyonce's song. That's what I was thinking of. If I were a cat, what would you do? 
kind of stuff would you do? I'd meow every day. You know what I would do if I was a cat? I would run super fast. I'd run super fast. Because they can fast. run really fast. Because they can run fast. Try Damn. chasing Pappy, dude. And he's not even, he's probably not a fast cat. You could never catch him. I chase him sometimes. When I, I catch see him, him all the time because he, what <laughs> house cats do is they run and then they just plop on the ground. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying if he, if he's out, sometimes if I see him outside, I'll just start chasing him as fast, and he'll just see you. Yeah. Well, there we go. Good answer, everyone. Harrison, what's your spirit animal? What's your um? He did say question. for the pod. He didn't say for yeah. That's fair. Uh, cheetah for sure. I was okay. I had an utter oh. obsession with cheetahs when I was a kid, like bedspread. Uh, what? Curtains we and learned everything. something weird uh, about this guy. So every every week. Cheetah head. Yeah. <laughs> cheetah. Okay. Cheetah man. I like it. I like it. I like it. Are you gonna uh, be a cheetah for Halloween? I was already a cheetah for Halloween three years in a row. <laughs> My mom like handmade a cheetah outfit. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Are there pictures? Yes, actually. Okay, we need to oh, see the pictures. Shit. All right, drop them in the Discord. Drop them in the Discord. Um, All right, what's the next question? Yeah, let's go. Uh, next question is from Heaven's Mess. Hey, Metal Mommies. Uh, hey, Metal Poppy. <laughs> where did the logo come from, and who came up with it? Which the Copper Crab one? The Copper Crab one? Uh, one of both, Entheos and Copper Crab. Okay, the Copper Crab one, we got off of Fiverr. Yeah, we paid, for, I think, a Fiverr, or maybe actually, 15. Did he? Ma- he made it with... Yeah, he made the whole entire thing. Yeah, he made the whole thing, and then we have a slight spin on the logo that I that's on our stickers that Jake Broughton from Wolf King made. But yeah, we just uh, Fiverr is it turns out is a great website. Yeah, I know. Use promo code Copper. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that'd be <laughs> sick if they endorsed us. But we did get our logo off there, and yeah, uh, we did. The kid did a great job. And, and we're still rolling with it. I actually had him make my little Naveen Copperweiss logo that I put at the end of my Instagram videos, too. Oh, and yeah, it was like sick. 20 bucks or something. And as for our Met, our Entheos logo, so we have a few variations on it. And the first initial variations, I think our first record label had um, an artist. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I can't remember either. I can't remember his name, but he did the logo and we've used it ever since. We always, we just wanted a more plain logo and then we wanted a super metal logo that we could put on merch so i've had people um sort of update the metal logo this dude poison dust who we work with all the time uh has updated our metal logo and make, made it a little more metal but the plain font logo i've had alex goulet kind of fl- flip our yeah, metal logo like a, <clears throat> also the original logo has like a little bit of an upgrade to yeah it. But we still use for, you know, albums and banners and everything that's sort of official uh, tours. We still use that plain font yeah. one that we got at the beginning off when we were on Artery. But the idea for the Copper Crab logo was just <coughs> pretty obvious. I'm like, we got to have a crab with headphones on like it's doing a podcast. Yeah, exactly. I believe that was my idea. That was definitely your idea. with, And it had to be a metal logo. Was Copper Crab... Who thought of that? Me. Yep. Genius. I'm a fucking genius, genius. dude. I actually, we kind of like had a little debate over whether we should, because you were like, that name's cheesy. Really? I was hating on we it? Because ha- we had another An name. Idiot. We had another name, and I can't remember what it was. What? Mm-hmm. Hanging out <laughs> with Naveen and Cheney. <laughs> <clears throat> Nothing would have been as good. 
<coughs> Sorry, I'm choking to death. On the non-alcoholic beer? On the non-alcoholic beer. Whoa. All right, next question. I'm going to have a non-hangover tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a gym. Go to the gym. Uh, Dirt Jump asks, uh, I would like to know if Naveen has any electronic drum kits he would recommend for a home studio. Also curious about what he would recommend for a small acoustic setup that is basic for a small studio. Oh, God. <laughs> um, well, electro- <laughs> electronic drums suck. What? They're so shot. Well, there are some that actually don't I guess get, like, the $5,000, like, V-drum one. There you go. Um, I don't know. I would say... God, I don't really have a good answer for the for the E-kit one. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think you're better off with, like, a cheap electronic set or, like, a full practice pad set it depends on what you're going for like practicing i don't really like practicing on an e-kit i would rather just practice with practice pads for sure you know what i would rather practice you know what's the best practice pad kit is there are these silent heads who sells those are they is it pearl uh remo has silent stroke heads and there's uh the silent i know but the new evans ones are way better yeah Uh, yeah well but they're the remo what does evans have the silent stroke heads yeah, they ha- and they have, oh. like, the snare one. They put, like, plastic on the bottom, and it's a mesh head, so it has, like, snares, okay. and it, so- oh, yeah. it sounds rad. Have you checked out his yet? No. I just oh. got it, yeah. Yeah, Naveen has all of the silent stuff. He's got, like, the silent symbols and everything. Well, like, he that's just got really, I would way rather that's play what that I would than get. just for practicing. That's 100% what I would get, because it's got a similar bounce to an actual kit, whereas an e-kit... It totally varies what yeah, kind it's of like such a pain in the yeah. ass, dude. <clears throat> Honestly, man, okay. I'm gonna give you some actual info here. I would I would say instead of doing an e kit, get yourself any drum kit with some s- semi decent cymbals and like four mics and just mic the cymbals mm-hmm. and sound replace the drums. What if you put what if you what put mesh heads on I the drums? I did do that. Yeah. Put mesh heads on the drums. Yep. That's the best e kit that yep. I've ever played is the mesh mesh heads on drums. It's got a similar bounce back. It like plays like a real kit kind of. It's still what not were a real those kit. Drums that Dustin had that were those heart. were the best. Those are pretty cool. I would look for some of those on eBay. Heart Dynamic. He kind of like pieced together his own yeah. kit. Those are really sick. But Lucas's our friend Lucas has the sickest, but I think he paid like $10,000 yeah, for it. So I mean, for it to actually be fun to play, you have to get one of these crazy expensive Just piece ones. together a kid. I think that would cost a lot less. You can find mesh heads. You just kind of have to be a little thrifty. And you also have to know, if you're going to do <coughs> that, you got to really know how to tweak the set settings on the module. It's a Honestly, fucking pain dude, I don't, are we talking about, if you're trying to record... Don't do it. It might be just <laughs> worth your money to go and pay to go to a studio because that's it's that's what i told a band recently yeah uh, they were like i can't remember who it was but they were gonna like oh we're gonna do the drums on an and i'm like dude just find a studio anywhere yeah just find a just studio to get some lines and then worst case scenario your drum tones totally suck mm-hmm. sound replace the drums yeah use the cymbals the cymbals that's what i'm worried about is yeah. that i don't think that because if you're having to get a practice kit, I'm assu- or a, an e kit, I'm assuming it's because you can't make that much noise. Mm, 
Okay. So if you, if it's in the case that you can't make noise, then the symbols are just never, it's never going to sound like a real symbol. So just go to a studio, get the cymbals. Worst case scenario, you have to do it all in one day. You fuck up a bunch of parts. You can like kind of, you know, work on quantizing it and do all that yeah. shit and then sound replace it. But at least you'll have good sounding cymbals. But, uh, but to be honest, though, <laughs> and like to not fuck anybody around, if you really need to use an e-kit, I get it. Totally. And I would probably just spring for one that's like good to go. Kind of like the one that we got from my brother. It's like a Roland, even a oh, lower yeah. end one. Yeah. As long as it has MIDI out on it, it's going to be good. You know? Yeah. I would I would go for one of those. I think those are like 300 bucks. They're kind of. I think it was a little more than that. Oh, really? Yeah. But I would say definitely go. They don't endorse me, but I would get a Roland one. Yeah. Sorry to say. The thing with a lot of e-kits is just that it's just hard <clears throat> to get a natural feel. Yeah. It's just really hard. But that's just because I haven't <coughs> had the I haven't uh, ever had a super, uh, I've ha- I had the two box one, which was pretty cool, but didn't have mesh heads. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, not that cool. Right. You but, gotta uh, go mesh. Head, you gotta get the mesh. Yeah. But like Dustin's was pretty cool. Dustin's Our was friend, great. He put, but he spent a lot of time piecing it together, and that's yeah. I think not I fear do. that he may have spent a lot of money. He tried to sell me those, by the way. Yeah, we should have bought it. That's I'm, like, I'm like, I can just play drums in my house. Back before I like lived in a house with all the sickest drum kits in it, I thought that Dustin had the best setup. I've yeah. recorded, <clears throat> my bands have recorded songs on yeah. Dustin's e-kit. It's not terrible. And if you use the sample library that I have coming out soon. There we go. Bada bing. Uh those symbols sound fucking sick. Bada bing. Wait, I think that he asked if he more, should more get if he should get a nice kit instead of the e the uh, drums. He said like a e-drums. cheap kind of kit. Yeah, cheap acoustic. Oh, dude, go Thomas che- Silverstar. Go. Yeah, go cheap acoustic. Thomas Silverstar. Those are cheap. They sound great. I have one. I, and I you can it replace it, it and it. throw some mesh heads on it if you need the quiet. There you go. You could do that. Bada bing, bada boom. All right, next question. That's probably not a good answer, but <coughs> sorry, I keep clearing my goddamn throat. I know you don't ever have to clear your throat until you get on a podcast. I know and someone every five seconds. I have someone, to clear my someone like said something on one of the podcasts because I'll like check the see the comments on YouTube sometimes, <clears throat> and he was like, "Oh, one second in, we get our first Cheney throat clear." It's like it's it's weird. I'm sorry. I'm actually sorry. I don't know why I I, I all of a sudden have this urge to clear my throat the minute I'm on a podcast, but. We need to make an official bingo card. Yeah, <laughs> Cheney clearing her throat. Well, that should be the whole bingo. It'll just be the <laughs> one game. All right. Uh, my brother has said, uh, I want to hear about that hat. The captain hat? The captain hat. Does it uh, have a drum kit yeah, on? this hat is very sentimental to me. It's uh, come down from a long line of copperwise men. Well, you're, uh, there are a <clears> lot of <throat> captains in your family. A lot of captains, a lot of ship riding. My grandpa actually did ride here in a ship. From uh, Germany. Yeah, because he's a captain. So. Uh, <laughs> he directed it. <clears throat> so, in reality, Harrison has been bringing over silly hats because he has unlimited silly hats. I'm not really sure why. I have a crab hat. Which is amazing. <clears throat> which fits me perfectly as a. But the thing, I don't know if you guys have noticed, crab. I go through and I pick one that's actually cool. They're all. Didn't super I do cool. that? <laughs> Did I not do that? Uh, I mean. I could actually wear this in like East Nashville or something, and people would be like, well, "Who's that guy in the?" Oh, they, there? yeah, they'd you be know? like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" That captain over yeah. there. 
I've actually I don't know seen about guys. That one that you got. On. I gotta be honest. Whenever I see a guy with a captain hat on, I'm like, mm, I'm like, mm, yeah. Douche, what's up with that, dude? I'm saying it's <laughs> cool. It's cooler than a crab hat. Is it? Because I look like I'm having fun. You look like a guy uh, who's out there trying to get chicks and being a d bag. That's true. Right? That's Damn, true. I just that's like true. went straight for true. it. I oh. was like, boom! How dare you make fun of my hat? Yeah, I stand corrected. A d bag. Okay. Womanizer. Sorry, but I didn't. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Please, no one get mad at me for saying that. I didn't mean it. it you can wear a captain hat and I'll think you're cool. <coughs> All right, next question. Uh, we have a well voicemail. Being. We have a voicemail. Voicemail. Yeah. <coughs> From uh, Jake wanting to give her a little recap of oh, the show. Oh, he gave us a recap on us. Awesome. Did he leave a voicemail on the Discord? No, he went he called to the, in. Wow. the hotline. Oh. Dang. Hotline. Old school. All right. Well, if for those of you, we have our chief correspondent, uh, Jake. Jake Scrap Pile. And I have on a week, Scrap Pile shirt this week. Everyone. Last week, we heard that he was, uh, they were going to play scrap their first out-of-town show. In Arkansas. And let's see how it went. Or our Kansas. Our Kansas. <clears throat> hey, guys. This is Jake from Scrap Pile. Uh, wanted to give you an update from last week where I was on there live and talking about our first out-of-state show in Arkansas. Um, not able to call in live this week, so if you want to play this, you can. We're playing it. So basically <laughs> what happened was that the van that we were supposed to take, that someone was supposed to drive us there in, ended up breaking the night before. I we thought the guy was a mechanic. So we didn't get to take that. Classic. So last minute, we had to pack everything up in my pickup truck, <laughs> and the four of us, uh, I drove us all the way to Arkansas. And all the way back, I drove the entire time because I don't really trust anyone else with my truck. Yeah. Uh, we packed all the gear and hauled ass over there. And it was in this <laughs> middle of nowhere town called Cord, uh, like a bungee cord, C-O-R-D. <laughs> and it is at like the top of the state, and it is in the middle of nowhere. And it's at this dude's house, and he just has a bunch of land out there in the middle of the woods. And he just kind of does whatever he wants. Didn't they have a legit and headliner? he paid us pretty good to go out there. I don't know what he paid internal suffering. I'm sure he internal paid suffering. them pretty good. But, uh, yeah, we went out there and just played a house party with internal suffering and insidious decrepancy. That's, oh, insidious nine and discrepancy. Up there, uh, nine and a half back. Well, it was more than that with stopping and having to take a nap every once in a while. But <laughs> it was a it was a hell of a weekend. It was pretty crazy for our That actually sounds pretty sick. I know. It's definitely one that I'm going to remember. All right, That's he made awesome. it. Good with you guys, thanks. He That's made it amazing. sound like uh, it sucked. I know but that sounds like it was a win, dude. I wish I was there. I, I want to go to a house party. So we were just talking about house parties like a week or two ago, wondering where they're at and why we're not invited to them. For those of you who don't know, that's true. For those of you who don't know, Insidious Discrepancy is like a one-man DM band. He plays guitar and does vocals, and then has a drum machine. Wow, Naveen, you're like a DM. Uh, <clears throat> Library. Librarian. If it's stuff from back in my day, then yeah, I know quite a bit about it. Wow. Yeah, so I would have loved to see that show. That's probably I know, sick as that would have been hella sick. Jealous. I really want to play a house show. If anyone has a house with a show going on, let me know. Our band won't be in town probably all at the <laughs> same time to play it, but we will think about you and we'll come to it. Well, you know what? That's like the true... First out-of-town experience. They, Sean Whitaker is his name. Sean Whitaker, dude. That's oh. the first out-of-town experience. You know, they had a van breakdown. 
Of course. Had no vehicle. Had to just barge it all in the truck. Yeah. You wouldn't, hey, respect. It wouldn't be a first out-of-town show respect if it for making wasn't it, like a know? shitload of problems. Sorry, I just had to point out, since you called Chaney out on it twice, you just shoved her camera. Oh, wow. Shit, oh, dude, oh. Damn. Look who's shoving really? cameras now, Naveen. <laughs> well, Chaney was pissed getting all crazy on my camera. Just Are you really? Fucking... Wow. He's not going to take a... All right, my not bad. not going to be like, yeah, I messed up. I I'm the... really sorry. <laughs> well, I just don't really f- remember hitting it. You know oh, I mean? my God. <laughs> this, this, you see... Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Naveen. All right, next question. <laughs> All right. It's the fucking captain's hat, dude. <laughs> and I didn't take this thing off. <laughs> Got he's more hats. Po- he's too powerful. Just bring the cool ones for me. <laughs> I'll trade right, right here. That one is not cool. <laughs> uh, it is the coolest. It All is right, let's classic. trade so everybody can see what's going on. <laughs> oh, Naveen, all your power. <laughs> <clears throat> Look at that beauty. <laughs> I think that's a pretty cool hat. Do you really think that? Yeah. Who's, who's cooler? That He looks way cooler in that hat, dude. <laughs> I think I would actually rather go up and talk to the captain than the guy who comes yeah. to the the bar with that hat Yeah, because this guy is just, he's being like an annoying, ironic Yeah, he's dork. like, oh, look at me. I've got yeah. a helicopter hat on. Yeah. God. Although when I was a little kid, I thought this was the coolest hat ever. Me too. I, loved it. I think Problem Child had one. <laughs> All right, next question. We were just question. talking about problems. I know. What uh, did you call him? You were like, like, what's that movie child? from the 90s? A troubled kid? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God. It's called Problem Child, dude. Get uh, it together. Next question is from Lichen Lord. Uh, who are your podcasting influences? Podcasting influences. Well, <clears throat> uh, one of when we started the podcast, it was... A little different, but one of the reasons that I wanted to start this podcast is because <coughs> I was so obsessed with your mom's house podcast. Um, and I liked that it was two com- two people who were together who had the same career path, who were like hilarious together and knew each other better than, you know, they're like best friends. And I thought, wow, Naveen and I could probably do that considering we have a lot of that stuff in common uh, with that podcast. And now I listen to a bunch of podcasts. I listen to the viral podcast, I think, is a pretty similar podcast to ours. And I really, fuck, yeah, I I really that fucking love that podcast. Honestly, theirs is like the most similar podcast, I'd say. Yeah, I it's think It's kind of just so. two people. They don't have guests. They have guests every so often. Like us. Yeah. Like we didn't start the podcast to have guests. No, we didn't. You know, we just kind of hang. It was just. I don't even know if we ever thought that we were going to even have a guest. I don't know if we did either. I thought that we thought we might have some guests. Um, and we, really with guests, we just like getting people on who we're kind of, ar- who we're already sort of friends with and know a bit. Because. Yeah. We're not well, I- interested in doing interviews. Yeah, or like, like just so tell me about yourself. Or just dude. like getting anyone on the podcast for having for the sake of having someone on the yeah. podcast. That's not quite our thing. We yeah. love having people on who we think are interesting, and that's what we are try to bring to you guys with our friends who we get on the podcast. It's because we genuinely love those people, and we want to bring them on yeah. and talk to them about their lives because they're fascinating and they're good at expressing things they've experienced. 
Because not every person you get on a podcast, not every person you put in front of a camera is that comfortable with it. And I think that's something that we've really learned over the three years of doing a podcast is that not every single person is like made to go on a podcast and hang out. Or our type of podcast. Yeah. You know, like we've kind of figured out at this point. We're like, okay, that guy would work on our podcast. It's not totally. like they, they'd be fine to do like an interview or something like that. Totally, but. totally. But it's a little different when you're, because we've never wanted to approach it from um, a just purely question answer perspective. That's not totally our thing. We want to have organic conversations that do talk about music, but also can tr- go outside of music and explore other things. Um, so we just like try to bring on people who we think are, Awesome. Uh, They're a good hang. Yeah. I don't know. Where did we start with that? What was the... F- I just brought it up. Okay. What was uh, the well, initial we question? Were, uh, what the podcast inspired oh, in- us? Influenced. <laughs> Influenced. The podcasts that I listen to aren't like ours at all, so I don't know. <gasps> all of the podcasts <laughs> I listen to are like comedy podcasts. I listen to, you know, I said Your Mom's House. I listen to Burt Kreischer's podcast. Lately, I've been really into the Girls Next Door podcast where they're going back through and... But I mean, I don't know that any of them are like inspiring our podcast directly. Yeah. It's just stuff I like to listen to. I think that what inspires <laughs> our podcast is really you guys. Like that ha- sure. that is straight up what has kept us going this entire time is that is that we've like made this we have like a world of this golden lobster copper crab thing. And that's honestly why we keep coming back. It's not another podcast that's influencing us to do this. Um, That's right. But, yeah, so that for me is. That's for me, too, 100%. I mean, I think I listen to more, like, informative podcasts. Yeah. So they're not necessarily funny. For sure. Or Hangout. Although I like a good Hangout podcast. Me, too. You listen to Viral Podcast with me. When you listen to it, yeah. I think that's the one podcast I listen to that you're, like, genuinely like, you think right, is like funny this. yeah they're yeah. funny i like them they're funny and <coughs> i like that about them that it's just organic conversation and they're funny and they get their friends on and they talk about their world and you know we we started the podcast we were like well we can talk about entheos and what and touring yeah. and you know we do ha- have all of these cool experiences that it's cool to share with you guys so and if people can learn something here and there yeah that's all the better mm-hmm. you know all of the questions and everything, like we love I don't, doing the I can't say that I listen to another podcast that does that stuff. Yeah, so I love it though. I love yeah. hearing questions that get answered. Me too, and I think that it really shines a light on things that we might overlook about touring and about playing music that other people might be curious about. Like last week when we had the question about what touring vehicle is the best. That's yeah, something yeah. that. Neither of us would ever think to talk about because that's just kind of like a standard in the touring world. But we're yeah. so used to being touring people that we don't really think about, oh, this is something that someone who hasn't toured a bunch would really like to hear about. So the questions are fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. That inspires us to get on and... Yep. Take a lot for granted. Um, just doing this for so long mm-hmm. that you don't think about. Oh, maybe some people don't know what it's like to pick out a vehicle or take a nap backstage or, you know, yeah. whatever. All or even stuff. just drive to tour. <coughs> yeah. So. so it's cool. And it's really fun. And 
easy to talk about. Yeah. To be honest. Definitely. I like that. Cool. All right. Any more? Are we? I mean, there's always more. Oh let's do a couple more. Yeah, let's do some more. All right. And forget about those questions from. Uh, let's just yeah, let's just it. take other. People's I like that. Other people's questions. We're answering them indirectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <coughs> from Pickle Rick, how much does song lengths play into picking a set list? A lot. Yeah. Song song lengths. <clears throat> well, you only get <clears throat> a fixed amount of time to play. Yeah. So. Um. I don't know. Does the length of the song really matter, Chaney? We just try to fit everything in there that we want to play. I mean, we've played a lot of long... We've played short sets that are comprised of, like, just a couple long songs. The length of the song starts to matter when the song is a question mark. Yeah. So, there are songs that we know we're definitely playing these songs during our set. And then you kind of maybe fill in the last couple of minutes with... You see what you're left with. Yeah. And honestly... Let's say we have like a 40-minute set. If our set brings us to 38 minutes, we're not going to add another song. Yeah. Uh, but <clears throat> it does start to come into play. Like, you know, I, I want to play stuff in full. And it's like sometimes we're just, we just don't have the time to play entire an entire album right. or whatever. So it, it does come into play... When you're given an initial offer, like when you're being offered a tour or a show, they put the set length in the offer. And you can kind of haggle with them a little bit. So you might be offered 35 minutes and you're like, we'll take it if you give us $100 more and 10 more minutes or whatever, you know. <clears throat> Usually, right. So song, a song like does come into play, but. I think on the last tour we were trying to play songs that were a little more upbeat. Yeah. We were. And that was um, successful, by and large. Yeah, that honestly is what comes into play. Yeah. A lot of the time we're like, what songs are fun to play live? What songs go together? What songs are going to get people to be hyped? Yeah. So there's a lot that comes into play. I mean, you know, what are our singles? We don't always play songs we put out as singles live. On the last tour we played, we or we went on, we didn't play any singles. We played a bunch of new, we played a couple new songs. Yeah, so. so that's more important. Yeah, I like to play current, current stuff. We're trying to get things hyped. Yeah, true. So we're trying to play the hype songs. Yep. It's not like we're a super hype. I don't know. Our music's kind of heady and hype. Yeah, so. we got the heady hype. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes we like to also we we enjoy somewhat dynamic sets yeah. like we throw you know we have the song black static that's kind of a slow it starts off as a slower jam and we'll throw that in the middle of the set or yeah world without us is kind of a slower jam it just depends it also we the tour sometimes matters and yeah. what like if we're going out on let's say we're going out on a tour that's every super death metal band on earth Let's say we're let's say we're going out with like Archspire and Origin. <clears throat> or, you know, we're probably not gonna play like a song where there's singing. Or, or trying something. to pick the more crazy DM cuts yeah. at that point. Right. I mean, we don't always do that. Like you don't want to cater your band not to really, the but tour, you're still picking your songs. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Luckily we have a pretty dynamic catalogue. Well, the from. thing is if you Go out with, like, 
you said, let's say you're going out with Archspire and Origin, and you play a bunch of the more slower, deep songs. Might not. And you're be gonna get vibe. shown up. Yeah, and you might not. So you you honestly might not sell as hype. much merch. Yeah. <laughs> so like... bring it with your burner songs. <laughs> yeah, you gotta burn that on that yeah. tour. You're burning. We have like a diverse kind of set to pick from so that's something that i've always enjoyed about our band is that we can tour with like a dynamic range of bands you know like we've toured with the contortionist but we've also toured with arch spire so or fucking we toured with intronaut yeah or dillinger you know whoever it's like just be weird yeah be weird stay stay weird uh, not a drunk asks if you met the fifteen-year-old version of you, how stoked do you think they would be to meet me? <laughs> to see how far you've come. Oh, oh. they'd be shocked. I think that the fifteen-year-old version I, of me I'm would just be shocked saying, too. Like, when I was fifteen, <laughs> I was just into like super underground death metal and like hardcore and stuff, mm-hmm. and I didn't ever expect to do anything like what we've done. Same. I, I just never loved thought that I would do anything like that. I've done. Same. I just loved the shit out of metal and I would like play music with my friends in their upstairs bedrooms or whatever, you know? I didn't really look up to bands that were like super big. Me either. You know what I mean? I so never did. I just wanted to do what they did and what they did, I, I, there was not that many people there. I knew that it wasn't this huge thing. Like metal's become a lot bigger than what I thought it could be. Totally. Yeah. For sure. I, uh... Yeah, all the shows that I grew up on, there were like, I don't know, maybe 200 people there yeah, max. Yeah. It's like, I ca- I straight up come from a the local scene and going to, to local shows. And the fact that my band has ever played a show in front of like 20 people is more than yeah, 15-year-old me would even fucking imagine, straight up. Yeah, and I, I think like people shouldn't be jaded. You know, it's like... I know. It's amazing to play music for people who like it. You know, I thought about that today, too. Uh, Because Metal Blade is 100% my favorite label. They've put out albums that have meant the entire world to me. Um, And today, Metal Blade posted a video of you. And I shared it. And it's just like, I'm... I watched that, and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm... My band is signed to my favorite metal label on the entire fucking planet. That's crazy. Even, like, ten years ago, I would never have imagined that. And seeing them rip Entheos and post our stuff, that's just never going to get old to me. Seeing fucking Metal Blade Records post our stuff. And I'm never going (laughs) to take that for granted. I just never will because I... It means so much to me that... I just can't even fathom that that's a reality in my life, that people who work at Metal Blade, like, know about my band. I know. That's fucking crazy. So That's yeah, really cool. I, ne- I never want to lose sight of any of that stuff. I always want to be 15-year-old Chaney. Yeah, it still amazes me just to get to go rip it. It's really cool. Yeah, totally. So I think 15-year-old me would be like, dang, that's crazy. And I get, like, endorsements and stuff. Like I would have just I don't insane. even think that crossed my mind. That I didn't even know what that was. Being on a tour didn't cross my mind. Playing uh-huh. an out of state show. Uh-huh. I no I mean I never would have dreamt of that. Just I mean, it's yeah, I would be 
But with that being said, I still kind of am. I'm, I haven't changed a whole lot. I've matured and grown and gotten into new stuff. You can still appreciate that. It's rare and awesome. Yeah, but I'm still like, no, also, yeah, I'm just like, I am that 15-year-old. Like I said, yeah. yeah. It's still the same person. Still love metal. That would surprise me that I even still listen to metal because so many people would tell you, oh, it's just a phase. And they really did think that. But Maybe it's just a really long phase and you'll be out of it pretty soon. Yeah, in like 10 years, I'm going to be like, hey, you know what? Not my thing. It's just noise. <laughs> Why do they scream? It's fucking weird. You can't understand anything they say. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, all right. What do you think? One more? Yeah, one more. <clears throat> all right. Uh, Bindi Irwin asks, if you were given the opportunity to make first contact with an alien race, what would be the one thing you'd ask them? Oh, that's deep. I don't know. One thing? <clears throat> well, I want to ask them all of these, like, I'd be like, questions how many other are... alien races are there? Yeah, or how long have do, have you inhabited Earth <clears throat> for a long time? Have you always been around? Be like, what's going on? Yeah, or, okay, this is what I would ask. The Bible all of the things they're talking about, like in religion and just religions, is that aliens? Like you guys is know what this guys? religion thing is? Have you heard of that? What's going on there? Yeah. Is it because you guys showed up and they were tripping balls on like <laughs> whatever they were what grasses? What if they just like corroborated they a bunch of stuff? And you're like, Whoa. Yeah, that would be nuts. I guess Christianity doesn't really talk about alien planets right no so that that would be probably problematic right oh it would be incredible it would be problematic for a lot of things not yeah. just that okay how is the earth formed do they have an like, how long have you known about this planet yeah well how long have you been that's what i'm saying Why how are you guys long have holding you been out on us yeah all right let's do one more question assuming they can speak english first we'd have to be like do you speak english That'd be fucking crazy. That means, if you really think about it, how crazy that would be. Do you feel like? I could see it happening. Do you dude. feel because I, I it, don't man. know if you guys feel like this, but I f I feel like a lot more people lately who are um who can be vouched for, who are like actual government officials, have come forward talking about seeing unidentified flying objects and things like that. Like there are more, and now there's more video. So there, there are things that have been released that look like actual UFOs. Or so what was I gonna do? You oh, do you feel like maybe whoever's in charge is like letting these things through this phenomenon, the the phenomena through to prepare us for an alien landing, to prepare I us for aliens showing man. up. I could see it happening. Be crazy. That's something to chew on. I'll I'll talk to him. I want to talk to him. Let's get this get the four one one. All right, last question. Last question of the night. <clears throat> uh, we have a live caller. If you guys are interested. Oh, who is it? All right. Uh, on. Is it our dude? No, it's someone new. It's new caller. Someone right. new. There we go. All right. I'll take the new right, caller. Right. Let's go. All right. Caller, identify yourself. Hey, how's it going? Hey. Yo yo. Yo. Who are we talking to? 
Can he only hear you? Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah we can, uh, hear you. can you not hear us? No, I can hear you. Okay. Who are we talking to? Oh, this is Amber from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yo, okay. what's up, Amber? What's up? How's it going? How are you doing? Pretty good. So, uh, long time listener, first time caller. Okay. Hell yeah. There we go. You are the third <laughs> caller of all time. So, sick. So, uh, question. Recently at work, I, um, uh, one of my coworkers saw my leg and I had a huge ass bruise on it. <laughs> and that is because I went to a show recently. And uh, that was from a death metal set, uh, Vomit Forth. Have you guys heard of that band? Did they just put so. out a record? I think I just checked out their record. Or wait, no, I'm, yeah, think, I'm seething, th seething Malevolence. I might be thinking of Tomb Mold, but I have heard of Vomit Forth. I need to check that out. Yeah. We'll check so, it out in the post show. Yeah, we will. For sure. So my coworker, when he saw my leg, he was like, oh, how did that happen? And he's a much older guy. He's like in his 60s. And I was just like, oh, you know, um, I was like, you, you know, metal, you know, metal music. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, ACDC, Metallica. And I was like, OK, yeah, it's uh, yep. <laughs> a good start. He was like, yeah, he was like, uh, I told him, I was like, well, I got it from moshing. He was like, oh, what is that? And I was like, oh. Um, I didn't know how to describe moshing without sounding like a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> right. So my, my question to you is how would you describe moshing to somebody who has no idea what moshing is? Okay. Whoa. All right. <clears throat> All right. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Thanks for calling in Amber. We'll nice to talk that. to yeah. you. Great to talk for to sure. you. Are we going to see you at yeah. that? Are you going to be at uh, the brunch on Sunday? I, I sure am. Hell yeah. We'll awesome. see you there, dude. Sick. I can't wait to see you guys. Hell yeah. All right. So that's cool that we have callers. I know. Wow, that was amazing. so rad. Yeah. I'm Describing glad she called moshing, in. that's like a really hard question to answer too. Um, I would be, I would say, so um, I got this. Okay. I would be, I would say, well, this type of music is kind of more based on like aggression and, and it's extremely rhythmic and fast. So it kind of makes people want to like move around. So there's right. the audience, and then there's in the center. There's a, a a bunch of people who decide to start really moving around a lot, mm -hmm. and they sort of bounce off of each other, like uh, atoms. Damn, <laughs> that was good. That was good. Man, I should have said that. I totally should have said that. <laughs> I'd say yeah. People start running around, and they kind of smash into one another. Just play the guy at work this part. Of the podcast. All right, I got a good explanation for you, man. <laughs> for sure. I think I said something like, oh, you know, they, it's when people just kind of push each other around to the music. It's, it's consensual. We're all having yeah, fun unless, that, you know, you get, unless you get crowd killed. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's playful pushing. So that would be hard to explain. I can explain like just a good old mosh pit. I can also hardcore dancing. I don't know if I could. Really Hard, hardcore like, I don't dancing know why, is like when people windmill in the in the middle of the pit. I don't know. Did you guys do that? Like when I was a kid, people would practice in their basement hardcore dancing. Oh, we used to do that. That was oh, like a man. thing. Fuck yeah, we used <laughs> to totally have full was. on mosh pits in our room and stage dive. Yeah, really, we kids. Fuck yeah. 
Doodle. That's sick. I know. Ne- I was never into hardcore dancing. I I don't know, but you know, I I appreciate it for what it is. <laughs> Just was never my thing, but totally with moshing for sure. I always the thing with hardcore dancing is I always felt like I was gonna get punched in the face if yeah. I got in one of those pits because I'm pr- I'm a pretty small short person and like someone with a long arms could just take me the fuck out with one of those windmills i'd be over for me lights out if i'm near the pit i put my elbow up in front of my face and then i get back on one leg and put my knee out (laughs) yeah that's they were touring they were touring with hardcore bands like exclusively so there were a ton of like hardcore kids at the show and i got crowd killed so many times but i knew what i was getting uh, into (laughs) <laughs> is that what so how did your leg get bruised yeah uh well i was up against so it was at this small like vintage clothing store downtown called poor taste and they have brick walls and so oh, i shit. was up against the brick wall just like trying to kind of be out of the way and the dude i mean he just full-blown threw his entire body at me like <clears throat> foot first and he just kicked the shit out of me <laughs> oh, uh, okay. so, i mean it's okay <laughs> damn it's okay. I, I I knew what I was getting into. I've been going to shows for a hot minute, so yeah, it's all good. Up. I know. It's like we all kind of expect it, right? It's an unwritten law that all of us are subject to potentially be bruised. Last time I was moshing, I had a bloody nose. True. I wasn't yeah. even that long ago. Dude, I still have I, a, a huge, like, uh, God, what's it called? I can't think of it. <clears throat> I have uh, a hematoma on my <clears throat> leg because I got thrown into the side of a monitor. in the corner of it and like after i got thrown into it i couldn't fucking breathe it was the worst pain ever and it's the hematoma has been there for three years it's like a golf ball yeah it's not yeah it's not good i I should get it removed i think the worst i had was during uh oceano many many years ago a guy uh stage diving kicked me right in the temple and like i literally saw stars like i thought that was just a myth no i've for sure. I was I was so out of it. I, I was driving me and my old roommate home that night, and I was, like, swerving and shit. He's like, dude, are you okay? And I was like, I think you need to drive. Like, I, I'm not I'm not feeling good. But I, I made it through the rest of the show, but that shit sucked. That's gnar. <laughs> okay, this isn't a story about a mosh pit. This is just a story about on stage. I saw cattle decapitation maybe in 2008 in, at this place called People's Court in Des Moines, and they were playing... And Josh, their guitar player, was like, you know, doing the riffs. And a huge can stage light fell from about at least 10, maybe 15 feet up and just smacked him in the fucking head and dropped him to the ground. Oh, shit. It was insane. That is insane. That's I hope he, I'm, I'm assuming he's okay. <laughs> cattle, yeah. He's pumping out cattle jams still, so. So yeah. imagine trying to explain all of that to this 60-year-old co-worker. <laughs> right. You're just going to have to show him a video. Just yeah. be like, it's kind of like lion dancing and someone's right. foot hit me in the leg. <laughs> it is sort of like that I, I, in a different kind of way. I'll, I'll incorporate that into your uh, set for Whitechapel. There we go. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do some lion dancing Fuck for you okay. guys. Can't wait to see it. All right. Well, I think we're going to take it over to Twitch. Thanks yeah, so are. much Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling in, Amber. We'll see you on yeah, Sunday morning. Sure. Hell All yeah. Right. See you guys. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, let's take it over to the Twitch All right, party. y'all. It's been a good podcast. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out, tuning in, asking questions. 
Like I said, come and hang out with us live next Tuesday on Twitch at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard. We'll be stoked. We got a new single coming out next Wednesday. It's big time shit. We're going to crack you the guys fucking so bud much. zeros. Yeah. We're getting right. crunk. See you guys next week. Peace.